The story so far. Reality breaks. It looks like endless scraps of torn fabric joined to each other just by the kind of thinnest threads. You can see a great rip in the sky. Those folks in there are responsible for this. I have a fighting fit force of soldiers from many realities. And we are going to show those beings that we're not to be trifled with. I mean, we could try and get on the ship to go through the rift. Ahoy, me hearties! It's me, Chris the Pirate King. <laughs> the bolt hopper speeds towards the rapidly closing rift and slips through just as the oh, rift closes nice. behind it. Life's a game, the world's a stage, and we're all merely players. Table. Thank you. As the bolt hopper pops through the rift and it seals itself behind them, what do uh, Vicky, Chris, Starkey, and the crew of the bolt hopper see? What environment do they find themselves in? It's dark. There's low hanging mist, and they can see maybe twenty feet in front of them, but not a lot further. And what they can see, other than the mist, is trees. A lot of trees. Are they over the treetops, or are they? have they emerged, like, in the midst of a forest? Are they going to have to take emergency evasive at this point? They're in the midst of a forest. <laughs> the trees seem impossibly tall, and they appear to be at the base of the trees, but they can't see the ground. That's the situation, friends. Uh, what do you do? Mm. Why anchor? <laughs> Full stop. Why anchor? <laughs> I get them. That's a big tree. That's a lot of big trees. That's a bloody big tree. <clears throat> yeah, it's a big tree, then. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to that church we saw through the rift, or temple, or whatever it was? Or car park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Who are we meant to be here to see again? <laughs> you remember vaguely from the hasty briefing that Errol gave you when you were first beamed up that the head honcho in this outer reality uh, is named Nier. As our as our um, our mouthpiece here, Chris. Yes, yes, I think this falls to me. Nier, God, hello. <laughs> There's a low thrumming sound, almost like many footsteps approaching. Oh, can you go into god mode again? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll try and invoke my uh, the uh, tempest. I'm not sure how I anchor it though, um, because this is like the big AI thing approaching. Oh, it's like a sim situation. Yes. So I'm um, okay. Yeah, I could. I can probably do that. Let's okay. give it a whirl. All right, it's a give zero. us a roll. That's an 11. Yes. Nice. When you had it loaded before, it didn't seem like this version of yourself was very amenable to sort of sharing space. Yeah. And yet, 
you are now both. Oh my gosh. The, the most normal Vicky and the least normal <laughs> Vicky. <laughs> yeah. The wayward Vicky uh, who dealt with smugglers at the Ferris Theatre and the ascended Vicky from the Wren and the Bad Moon Rising. You are both. Uh, you take on the physical aspects of Parallax Vicky again. Yeah. So you can float if you need to. You glow slightly. Mm-hmm. But there's a much more human aspect to your face now. Yeah. Do you reckon you could turn that noise off? I might try and uh, do a bit more levitating to see if I can, like, see anything around in the... Because, obviously, it's... We can only see a little way in front, so I might see if I can see further. So the the glowing form of Vicky levitates off the deck and up into the mist, and you lose you lose sight of her in the mist, but can still see the light, and then eventually the light is swallowed by the mist as well. Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> You got your telescope with your starting? Telescope. Anyone here got a telescope? <laughs> I'll ask the crew. Yeah, we have got a whole crew. Yeah, we have got a whole crew. Hello, Captain. You hear a skittering of legs across the deck uh, as Bing in his tricorn hat uh, scrambles up the steps to the poop deck, uh, holding out a spyglass. Ah, oh, thank you, Bing, is it? You've served your pirate king well this day. <laughs> and then I uh, have a quick look so I can see Vicky with the telescope. Unless it's a special telescope that can see through obscuring mist, sort of magnifying the mist probably wouldn't help that much. <laughs> no. I don't know why I asked for this. I'm a scientist, for God's sake. I mean, I'm a pirate king. I was caught up in the moment. <laughs> you can be a pirate king and a scientist. Yeah. <laughs> does Vicky remain in the mist? Does Vicky find the tops of the trees? What What does Vicky observe? Uh, she doesn't see anything more, but she does, after a certain point of going up or a certain point of going forward, hit a force field. It's like a bounce. Like a boing. I'm going to see if I can push my hands through the force field because I've got the like this ability to slightly manipulate reality so I want to see if this reality is manipulatable all right I feel like this could be a role alien I think it is this feels alien that's a plus two mm. to this 10 that I just rolled so that's a 12 Oof. you push through the force field yeah the thrumming footsteps are really loud, really, really loud, and getting quicker. And then they stop. And then out of nowhere, you see a whole army dressed in what appears to be World War II, Earth World War II, just in case, covering all yeah. <laughs> uh, uniforms. But they're not holding the right era of rifle. They are holding the guns that are carried by Geetra and her mates. So the the like the wrist mounted, almost like the the Black Widow kind yeah. of mm-hmm. uh, cuff uh, stunner kind of deal. And they all take up formation and aim their weapons at you, but don't move. Are they sort of in the treetops or are they floating? They look like they're running on the ground, but you can't see the ground. Yeah. So yeah. it appears as though they're running on mist. Yeah. Meanwhile, back on the ship, what are Chris and Starkey doing? <clears throat> uh, I I think we should probably go after her. Do you want to? Can we? Can you bring us up? Um, I'll, I'll the, I'm not sure what the nautical term for that is. Uh, <laughs> raise me up. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't know. <laughs> well, <laughs> just do something along those lines. Uh, I do a little hand gesturing, like a little helicopter symbol, 
Up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you know the appropriate term. Yeah, go up a little bit. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yes, yes, go up. Yes, your, your, your captain and king is telling you to raise the ship. Yeah, raise the bloody ship. <laughs> yeah. Ra- raise, the, raise, raise the ship. Uh, they're already doing it. <laughs> uh, the guidance net around the hull crackles. Uh, and seems to be having trouble clinging onto this mist. It's not the cloud that it expects. It doesn't repel quite in the same way. But still, the ship slowly rises upwards through the mist. Vicky, what are you doing? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can combine uh, two moves from my two characters. <laughs> Is that loud? Sure. Let's have a go. I'm gonna try and use my manipulate reality skill from the tempest and my old switcheroo skill from vicky from five stage and rescue and switcheroo everyone's weapons for bananas (laughs) (laughs) not birds no just bananas (laughs) okay uh your pick which set of stats you roll this with i don't know i can't remember what stat it would have been in five stage rescue i think it was my wayward they're both plus two plus two either way so roll plus two okay this is my best work, guys. It better not be a total failure. No, oh, oh, nearly. Five, six, seven. So I think that it's like it takes something, really takes something out of me mm-hmm. to do it because there's a lot of them. And I've basically, it's almost like I've had to sort of go, it's the going back in time to manipulate reality move, which is like a really, really difficult thing for me to do because it's combining two parts of my being. Okay, so we'll we'll represent that as a... The next move that you do, whatever you roll, we're going to shift you down a category. Yeah, okay, that seems fine. So a mixed success will become a failure, a success yeah. will become mixed. Yeah. As, yeah, this drains you. This is a huge manipulation of an unfamiliar reality. Mm-hmm. How do the soldiers react as their guns become bananas? <laughs> a mixture of reactions. Um, none particularly demonstrative. A couple just start peeling and eating them. <laughs> Around this point, the ship... Boomps against the force field. Um, Vicky, I think you can just about see it through the mist below your feet. You can see the hazy outline of the ship as the topmost tip of the mast yeah. bumps the force field. Can we see Vicky through? You can just see the like the hazy, glowy outline. I, I would like to climb up the rigging and get to this crow's nest and sort of wave. Well, I might come back down to the ship then in that case, but I don't know if I can get back through the force field now. I think probably the place that you broke through... You can still go through there. So I can get back out again, but I can't mm. get the ship in. Can we come through the gap? It's, like, person-sized. We could fit through individually. Yeah. Maybe that's the thing to do, then. Right. So, <clears throat> hold station here, men and women. We'll uh, we'll go up and... Uh, well, you don't need to know what we're going to do. I'm the king. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to know my royal business. <laughs> Make yourselves useless from the decks as I start climbing the uh, ring. Where is in command in your absence, go king? Oh, I like the colour of your jib, Bing. I think it's going to be you. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I, I, We clamber through the little hole and see the army. I clamber back down. <laughs> it's all right, they've only got bananas. Ooh, I like bananas. <laughs> Up I come. Is there anyone here we could talk to? Anyone in charge? I yell at the army. They're so all through the force field now. Yeah. Nia appears. What do they see? Uh, a woman in her early 30s wearing jeans and a 
black top and a black leather jacket with tousled hair and a frustrated look on her face. I won't lie. I was expecting more from God. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. What are you doing here? That is an excellent question. (laughs) What are you doing here? Well, this is kind of my house that you've just walked into, so let's stick with me asking the questions. That's fair, that's fair. The door was left open. Uh, mm. Not entirely true. Definitely not at all true, thank you. <laughs> well, the door was like, we came in, didn't we? We came in, what, saw some the, trees. Through the rift, yeah. We saw, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we went through yeah. the rift, yeah. Great, okay, so who's going to answer my question? Well, I'll be honest with you, because you might be God, and you may know what we're thinking anyway. Um... <laughs> The people on the other side of the rift seem to have a problem with you, and they wanted us to come through and talk to you, because they think you can solve the whole reality coming apart thing. Oh, great. What do they think I've been trying to do? Oh, wait, you've been trying to fix it this whole time? Of course I've been trying to fix it this whole time. This is ridiculous. This is not how this was supposed to go. What was supposed to happen? Oh my god, right, forget this. I do a wave of my hand, and suddenly we're not in a forest, there's no army. We're in a a comfy-looking living room uh, (laughs) with a couple of sofas, um, a bar on the end, and there's a laptop open on the coffee table. I see the bar, (laughs) (laughs) and I snap into uh, old Sir Starkey. Fancy a pina colada. (laughs) (laughs) A negative one. Oh, that's not very good. That's a six. <laughs> Five Sage of Rescue and uh, Decrat Starkey <laughs> become more remote in your brain as they're displaced by the curmudgeonly personality of Zer Starkey. Hmm. And in your head, as you, as you head to the bar and as reality rips around you, you hear... I remember telling you I had a plan for you. Ooh. I think now is the time to execute that plan. I'm listening. Uh, Nia would be aware that Mm. one of her guests has just kind of walked reality around himself to essentially slide from the version of himself from one timeline to another. Obviously, Nia is very sensitive to fluctuations in time. You might even be aware, at your discretion, of the fact that he's brought a passenger. Mm-hmm. As you reach the bar, Starkey, mm. the voice says, It is my earnest wish to catalogue all that is, to know how all realities function. Mm. You could be my conduit. I would reward you. I do like the word conduit. <laughs> you would source it, doesn't it? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Welcome, one and all. This is Merely Role Players, where theatrical people play role playing games. I'm Matt Boothman, your compare for this production of Deja Vu Act 7. While the players hold their tableau, let's take a look at the programme. So, about 400 years ago in February, we were part of the podcaster's promenade at Pod UK, the one-day podcasting fan convention in Birmingham. And this Saturday, the 30th of May, we'll be part of the virtual podcaster's promenade at the first ever Pod UK Goes Digital. 
Pod UK Goes Digital is exactly what it sounds like. It's organised by the same team of good eggs as the Birmingham Convention, and in the same spirit of enjoying and celebrating podcasts we love. Like an MCM Comic Con, but for podcasts. Only this time, it's all online. The exact schedule for the day isn't pinned down quite yet, it looks like, but there'll be panels and workshops happening on Twitch and Discord from noon until 8pm UK time, featuring people from escape artists, as well as some other narrative play and improv drama productions like The Rusty Quill and Mission to Zix. And you'll see lots of trailers and promos for new podcasts to get into as part of the virtual Podcasters Promenade. Keep an eye out for our Comedy and Tragedy rolling in amongst them all. Pod UK Goes Digital is free to attend, and all the details are at podcastconvention.uk. I'll be hanging out in the Twitch chat for at least part of the day. See you there. Now, while I go call beginners for the next scene, here's Rob from Kaiju FM to tell you about their flagship film podcast, The Prestige. Take your seats, please. It's curtain up in 30 seconds. Hey folks, my name's Rob, and I spent the last 15 years working in the British film industry, making movies of all kinds. And my best friend Sam, and he spent the last 15 years being educated beyond all mortal means. He's got a doctorate, he's got a master's, he's the smartest man I know. And each week, we come together and we talk about movies. We talk about the colours in them, we talk about the characters in them, we talk about the themes and the ideas they present. If you like movies like we like movies, we're here each week in Kaiju FM, Talking about movies. Find us wherever you get podcasts. Uh, you all hear Starkey <laughs> muttering to himself on his way to the bar. Does anybody do anything? Yeah, I'm really cross. <laughs> <laughs> I grab his arm as he reaches for a an item on the bar and just shouted his face what did you do who did you bring I didn't bring anyone and I I waved little fingers in her face (laughs) is there any point in rolling the dice yeah yeah give it a roll it's a plus alien I think yeah plus alien that's a 12 unbelievable (laughs) okay so this would succeed on any uh, other being I think because you rolled well, there are no massive negative consequences for you. So, Nia, I'm sorry, you don't get to disintegrate him today. (laughs) It's okay, I was only going to break his arm. (laughs) Nia knows uh, that this was an attempt to manipulate her mind. Her mind doesn't work the same way anymore uh, as the types of minds that Zerstarki is used to trying to manipulate. But... Because you rolled well, I would like this to maybe sort of establish some sort of rapport. I think I respect mm. what you tried to do. Yeah, you you realise that they, these are not just uh, these are not just anybody who stumbled into your realm. Mm. They have some degree of skill and manipulation of the timelines and of, of realities. I'm so not a mook, in other words. Mm. <laughs> That's what he's saying. I'm looking. I still have your arm gripped quite tightly, but I look into your eyes and I say, "Good. I can see why they sent you." Oh, you're quite enigmatic. <laughs> I quite like that. I whisper into your ear. Have you heard of someone called Sim? I think you would like him a lot. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I'm trying to set him up. Yeah, Sim. Sim is tricky. 
Yes, he sort of speaks to me in my head. <laughs> ah, that's who you invited in. I didn't really invite him. He sort of tagged along. It's <laughs> <laughs> more of a stowaway. Well, but he would like some knowledge. Yes, I find feeding Sim knowledge is not always a good idea. Are you saying I should ignore him? I'm saying it's time for Sim to go. But he's, he, he, he promised me power. Bye, Sim. And I wave, mm-hmm. and Sim just bips out of your head. Goodbye, Sim. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, should we get down to it then? <laughs> and he sort of reclines back in his lazy boy chair. Uh, Chris and Vicky, what have you been doing, looking at, uh, talking about while this encounter at the bar was happening? Oh, at the very least, exchanging worried looks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just uh, go and have a quick look at this laptop and see what's uh, on the screen. There was a laptop on the... Yeah. yeah. I'm just not like trying to hack into anything, just go and have a little look, see if I can get a bit more of an idea about what it is, what's mm. going on. Like history page. Yeah. <laughs> Browsing history, it's yeah. Just, it's just Wikipedia. Yeah. Um, you, you can't understand what anything is on the screen. It looks like static to you. Right. Mm. Is it working or is it bro- looks broken? Yeah. What's going on with this laptop? Yeah. Well, as I said, I've been trying to sort this mess out uh, to stop the disintegration so that we can just reboot another another version. Um, but I, I can't get the, the code to work. Every time I rewrite it, it just comes up with this error code. And then and then for some reason, probably because, because it's in my consciousness, Clippy pops up <laughs> and suggests that he might be able to help me. Which, funnily enough, I don't find any of his suggestions very helpful. So, um... Yeah, at a bit of an impasse with that, and and from what I can see, everything is is quite literally falling apart over there, isn't it? Uh, yes, it yeah. is. It does look like someone's playing Settlers of Catan and flip the table. Yep, 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 yep. yep. That was a very, very interesting way of putting it. <laughs> um, God, <laughs> I do have a little thing I can do sometimes, which I try at odd times, when I can see the future. Would you like to see? Would I like to tell you a future? I mean, I do have dominion over all time, so... But you seem a little blinkered, if you don't mind me saying. Yeah, sure. Get your parlour tricks out. Let's have a look. Parlour tricks, you say? Come on. I don't want to make the decision. (laughs) I don't make the decisions. (laughs) That's a nine. Right. What challenge do I see you doing? Some sort of big fight. You can't see who I'm fighting or what I'm fighting. Well, I can see you and you're in some sort of combat situation. Yeah. What fortune do I see you enjoying? Uh, you see me sleeping. Yeah, some rest. Nice. And who do I see you with? Loads of people. Huge, huge numbers of people, all sitting at long tables, eating a meal and talking. Hmm, let me see, let me see. Ooh, yes, yes, tapping into the ether. Yes, 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 I see, I see a conflict coming your way. It's a conflict, a conflict, a great battle. But then you'll get a bit sleepy. <laughs> little naps, yes. Yes, have a little nap. Must recharge those batteries because you're going to be hosting a great feast. A great feast. Many people, many people will be coming your way. Yes, a great feast. So I think it turns out to all right. Anyway, guys, well, have a great day. <laughs> I'm back to the rec room. Oh, there isn't a rec room here. <laughs> ah, so, hmm, that's interesting. I'm just wondering about these, uh, about this code and this tricky lines of code. Do we, do we need somebody to go into the program and eliminate the tricky lines of code? 
I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're perceiving reality as... Uh, all reality, all the realities that we've just hopped across from, you're perceiving as lines of code. Okay, right? I guess I'm going to have to explain it all. Right. Trying to keep this simple. I have lived lots of different lives, as I believe you all have. Uh-huh. And it was because I wouldn't stay in the story that I was written into. So I would live part of my life perfectly fine, and then pop, I'd be out and somewhere else, and then I'd have to get written back into another story, but I couldn't stay, I wouldn't sit in any of them properly. So, I mean, there's a long story about a crazy old lady and some some weaving, but you don't need to know about that. Down the line, I decided, and with some other people, that also can't stay still in the stories they've been written into, to try and work out if it was possible to stay in a story. So what I've been doing is using these lines of code and basically we upgraded the whole system. It was very outdated. Think like Microsoft Office 95. Mm -hmm. We upgraded the whole system and now it's all digital and we're trying to find a way to keep those tricky people like me and you in one story. It feels we've got a Windows 7 rather than Windows 10 though, doesn't it? A bit dodgy. Yeah, okay, it's not perfect. (laughs) It's hard being a god, okay? Tell me about it. I'm getting there. So, we've had this experimental universe and we've been trying over and over again to get it right and it's... Basically, the file is corrupted. So, I don't know if there is a way to fix it. And if we if we don't fix it, everyone in that universe, reality, just vanishes, dies, is gone. Yeah, essentially, it will wear so thin that there'll be nothing left. Is that not the same for every reality eventually anyway? Is that not what happens to universes in which we all exist regardless? But they, they're whole and they have a beginning and an end. They don't disintegrate like this. This isn't the way that it's supposed to work. I see. So you're a meddling little mandy, are you? <laughs> well, there was a problem and I was trying to fix the problem. Hmm... And you're a scientist. Mm -hmm. Trial and error, right? That's the only way to do it. (laughs) That's the only way to do it, certainly. (laughs) Um, So are there other universes, or is everything now just focused into this one where you're trying to weave people back into? Oh, there's loads. Mm. This is just the one that we've been tinkering with. Ah, okay. Well, can we just rescue everyone we're emotionally attached to from this universe and then (laughs) call it a day? (laughs) Wow, that's a real greater good move, though. (laughs) But then where would we put them, okay? Because that's not fixing the problem, is it? Can we not scatter them around the other universes? But they won't stay if they're not meant to be in that one. This is the whole issue I'm trying to fix. Could you build something new? For, like, can we wipe it completely clean and then build it from scratch? Mm, Linux. <laughs> <laughs> the purest. <laughs> mm. So that would be basically what Chris was just saying. Yeah. If you wipe it clean, it, you can do that if you're happy with uh, everybody in that universe ceasing to ever have existed. Oh. Mm. Hard reset is out. Yeah, welcome to my world. Look, we're all, we're all clever people here. <laughs> that's what, that's what I think it gets on, eh? You know, if God can work this out, I'm sure the rest of us can. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. And where's Errol, by the way? Oh, God. Yeah, have you seen him? I, I had a feeling it would have been him that had sent you this way. Is he collecting more of us? I feel like I've encountered other people on my lives and in my in our shared universes. Uh, Nia would obviously be aware mm. uh, that... I mean, 
at this current moment is an interesting term in this sort of place outside time, uh, but based on these three's uh, subjective experience, uh, Errol is right now uh, aboard the Air Errol with uh, Ellie and Alex doing his best to get the ship in a state that he can come here and help. Right. Uh, everyone's coming here to help, and then we're getting stuck as to what we actually have to do to help. Could we create a temporary alternate universe like the one that Sim created. Mm. Put everyone from this universe in there. Wipe it like a just like a like a backup, like a hard drive. Exactly. Yes. Wipe this. Wipe this universe that's causing you the problem. Build them something new and then re-download them to the new place. Vicky and Starkey, something jarring happens in your minds as the. Wayward, plucky, five-stage rescue personas uh, that are currently uppermost in your mind disappear. You forget them. You remember enough that you know that you've forgotten something. And it's like, Im- it's like immediately forgetting like how to write. You know that you could and you remember doing it, but it's gone and it- they're not even hovering around in the back of your mind anymore. They're just erased. <laughs> feel a little bit strange. Me too. Do you feel like you've just sort of lost a big chunk of your personality? Sort of more than that. Like a whole whole of myself has gone. Starkey, it, it felt not unlike uh, it felt like when Nia banished Sim from your mind. Okay. Did, did you do this to us? I didn't. I, 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 I my hands are up. I have not done anything. Um, you which, sensed it though. You would. You would have noticed like a timeline from their mm. existences winking out. Okay, I'm going to my computer and tap a tapping to try and find out. What's I happened. sit down and hold my head in my hands, just like slight migraine, mm-hmm. almost like a tearing feeling in my brain, and then it goes, then comes back and goes. It's like, like it's fluttering, like I feel like my brain is in, like just a reel is going round for a second. Wait, which which part of you is missing? I used to be good, I used to be able to give speeches. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can do that anymore. Oh no, what about you Vicky? Yeah, I feel like there were things that I used to know how to, to do and the things that we did together... But all I can think of now is the things that we did when we were in space. Yeah. It's mm. very strange. That is odd. I can't remember doing anything um, plucky or wayward. Is that a problem? <laughs> but you've never been able to do no, it. Oh, okay. That's all right then. That's fine. <laughs> Don't panic. <laughs> that's getting a bit hot there. I'm a bit worried. <laughs> I feel like my the, the alien part of me is stronger than it was earlier as well. I, I, feel, I certainly feel less plucky. My pluck has been plucked. <laughs> <laughs> I found it. There's been c- whole chunks of code have been deleted by someone, but not me. But I'm the only one with the admin password. Oh. How strong is your admin password? <laughs> is it? This is... I don't understand how this has happened. This is... This is a dick move. Who has done this? I've got a couple of suggestions. Yes. Sim. Mm-hmm. Sim is just a tricky line of code. That can't possibly tapada 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 tapada. Oh my god. He's 
he's bouncing around. He, he was there. He was there where your bits were snatched. Oh my god. My bits haven't been snatched up <laughs> oh, talking about personality. <laughs> oh, goodness me. Oh, I got very excited all of a sudden. I think he's much more powerful than we give him credit for. I did get quite suspicious when he started creating alternate realities. And you did pop into my head here. Even here? Yes. Okay, fine, fine. I've underestimated it, but that's it's fine. It's fine. It's going to... It's fine. I'm pacing up and down yes. by this point. Um, have you heard of a computer virus? <laughs> <laughs> a oh. Trojan horse? Yes. I think he might be one of thems. Okay, fine. So we just need to get rid of him, right? Just expunge the, uh, the virus. That's, that's fine. Except that I can't do that, can I? Because as I said, I've been trying to do that over and over again. And whatever I do, that code can't be deleted. So, well, at least not them, not not at this end. So, um, maybe maybe we need someone who's inside the that universe. You can't do it. You just can't do it from here. Okay. You can't hard reset because you'll kill everyone. Yeah. Everyone will vanish. That really narrows our options down. Who have we got over there that's going to be able to do anything? Well, can we get back out of here and into that? Yeah, no, 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 no. If you if you if your if bits of you have started disappearing. If you go back, you cross that line, then it's just going to get a lot worse really <sighs> Good point. really mm. fast. It's not stable enough. We can't... Er- Errol's still out there, isn't he? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, and Chris, if you were going to do this as a heist, how would you do it? Um, oh, that's a great question. Uh, probably persuade somebody to help me do it. <laughs> okay. A man on the outside. Yeah. A woman. A person. Yeah. A collection of people. Several people, preferably. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who else did Errol recruit? Just us? Well, we we know who we've been with, don't we? <laughs> don't we? He told you he was getting the whole company. Yeah. Um, and near, in fact, the first warning that you had of this complete code collapse unravelling situation was Strat disappearing from the, the reality that you're managing. Well, rest of the company includes Strat, and he's been affected by this pretty recently. So could we tell him what we need to have done? Yep, yep, sure, sure, I'll just ping him an email. Yeah. He does like emails. <laughs> <laughs> I was being sarcastic. Oh. Figures in blue jumpsuits step through the walls. Yeah, god damn it. Oh. <sighs> Fists out and motes of red laser light start to stream in a pew 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 from all of their wrists uh, and concentrate fire on Nia. I literally don't have time for this shit. <laughs> I, I put up a shield straight away, grabbing the laptop, dive under the coffee table, yeah. and I'm tapping furiously and shouting, I'll chase down Sim, I'll find out where the code is, you need to get a message to Strat. How we could do, do that. Yeah. How does the the what they perceive of this reality change, and what are they trying to get to to send this message? Uh, I'm still under a coffee table, okay. but the rest of the room is changed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, so it is a field, like you would imagine in some kind of medieval battle situation. Sure, yeah. It is an open, muddy field, and there is at the far end. So you've got your enemies on one side me in the middle under the coffee table and then on the far side there is a 
big red button because that's how Nia's mind yeah. works yeah. Sure. and does it just say strat on it yeah, yeah. she's created a clear goal for you yeah yeah that's good I like it couldn't the button have been nearer <laughs> <laughs> it's not how it works oh. tapping furiously Chris I think it's time I think it's time okay <laughs> I'm going to uh, attempt to tap into my other uh, character Ooh, how exciting! Yeah, right? <laughs> yes, I am going to attempt to tap into my big burly space person. Ooh! <laughs> oh, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> 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 so, just at minus one, <laughs> that is a four. <laughs> oh, shit! Yeah. Hey, high risk, high reward, that's yes. what we said. In this field, near under an incongruous coffee table, several units of blue jumpsuited people shooting at that coffee table. You see reality unstitch around Chris as his uh, <laughs> the name badge that says Doctor Hugo Claret disappears. <laughs> and I love that you've been calling people this whole time with that name. Badge. Yeah. I'm Chris the Pirate <laughs> Doctor Hugo Claret. Chris, do you want to describe how your appearance changes? Yep, sure. I get uh, significantly taller, significantly broader, significantly more well armoured. Um, a sort of helmet snaps into place around my head with two glowing eye slits. A huge gun appears in my hands. I've got this. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, uh, you know more than us about the timeline that this version of you is from. What would be the most inconvenient thing from that reality <laughs> to come through with you? <laughs> the most inconvenient. Oh, Whatever God. it is, is going to be between you and the button. Yes. No. Um, the rift continues. It, it was around my outline, supplying me with armour. It goes up into the sky. Uh-oh. The rift widens. On the other side is nothing but flame and blood. <laughs> Two huge red clawed hands pull the rift apart. <laughs> A giant winged creature <laughs> holds itself through, brandishing a giant axe. What did we with, do? <laughs> with skull-shaped runes carved into it. It crashes into the middle of the muddy field, giant hooves splitting the earth. Does this count as an animal? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he can say the animal. Well, is this that is real? pretty inconvenient. <laughs> <laughs> it is between us and the button. Yeah, this is why I never delegate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, and no. I think at that point as well, uh, I just, I sigh, roll my eyes and blink and then I sink seemingly yeah. into the grass and, uh, and seem to have disappeared beneath the ground. Yeah, smart. <laughs> that was a strong move. Over the roaring flame of the rift, you hear uh, Geetra yelling the order, uh, Half of you, try and go after her. Rest of you, with me. They just dig in. Starkey, uh, can you take... <laughs> can you try and get to the button if we try and hold back the bad guys? Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> Is this thing an animal? I, I I would love to yeah, yes. hear you do the move. Yeah, yeah. let's so do it. For the purposes of this, yes. It is possessed of a beastal fury, so... <laughs> well, <laughs> there we go, that'll be... Yeah. 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 I, well, I, I say, yeah. I might be able to turn the tide here. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I channel... I channel Stark. That is... Oh, that could have been good. <laughs> no, it couldn't. That's an eight. Hey, it can't get much worse, can it? Bring something else inconvenient to <laughs> 
Reality unstitches around Stark and he transforms into a dapper lounge singer. Yeah, a little dicky bow, <laughs> sort of like untied around my neck. He's gone from space Tux. wizard to lounge singer <laughs> yeah. at this moment. Uh, sort of like um, a comb over, thinning comb over, and I sort of, oh, don't worry, everyone, I've got this one sorted. Don't worry. What is inconvenient from the oh, shipwreck story so that comes <laughs> The other side of the button, a volcano appears. Yeah. I was going to say, if it's not a volcano, are we even doing this right? <laughs> yeah. So there we go. There's a volcano in the distance erupting as well. Um, can I Exceptional. alter that so the volcano rumbles out of the ground under you? You are on its slopes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Obviously, the uh, the creature from the rift takes position at the volcano's summit. Yeah. <laughs> wreathed in lava. Yeah. Oh, my God. Where's the button now? Is the button now at the top of the volcano I think the well? button is now at the top of the volcano, yeah. Matt. I think that's what we're saying. Yeah. yeah. Well, yes, I think there's one. nothing left to do but run up a volcano. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to try and deal with the army. I will attempt to run up the volcano and press the button. And Chris? <clears throat> I take my little personal PA and my microphone in hand <laughs> and I go, <clears throat> Tall and tender, and young and lovely, the beast from Ipanema goes walking and Every time that she does, everyone goes, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those scenes that has, like, there's no sound, it's just the track. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything else is just silent as you, as uh, Chris thunders up the mountain uh, with only the song as the soundtrack. Yeah. Vicky turns to the army. So, <laughs> Vicky, yeah. what are you doing to face down the army? Um, I think I am going to try and alter their reality by um, leaving them all with nothing but their underpants. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Roll alien. Why because at the end of the day, I might yeah. be a slightly supreme being, but I've still got a sense of humour. Uh, seven, eight, nine... So the little beams from their weaponry are currently bending around you mm. in your ascended form. To do this, uh, you're going to have to drop that protection. Yeah. And so the incoming barrage, before their weapons disappear yeah. and they're left in their underpants, you're going to take that barrage. Yeah. Um, I think that a part of my oncoming storm system is like when I experience some kind of it's usually emotional hurt but I feel like I could translate that into being like when I get physically hurt it's like it's storing something up inside me so I'm depleted but it's like I have less control over that's what that's how it's been for my character in the past is that I don't have a lot of control over how I might release that so I feel like their weapons especially given that they're made of it's like a kind of energy fills me up so that I'm kind of all crackling and I'm just like it's going to just explode in a way that I can't direct or control Chris yes uh, what would be an appropriate stat on this character sheet for you to roll to make it up the mountain to this thing uh, without either sort of being hit by a rolling boulder or by lava or by its attacks on the way up right okay so 
I don't want to just go with the <laughs> one that's most powerful, but I mean, <laughs> if, if that's, that's the, what you're if that's the right one, because that, I'm taking aggressive, sort of that, decisive action. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's aggressive, right. decisive action. Choleric, then, so okay. plus two. Roll plus choleric. Oh, eight, nine. Uh, I'm just going to go for it, just go flat out, most direct routes, just hope that uh, <laughs> the distraction works long enough. So I'm just powering up the mountain. Uh, where I'm reaching lava flows, I'm just leaping across it. You know, dodging to the side as rocks come down. Goes Maybe get a cheeky on. forward roll in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trusting, trusting yeah. to your allies' distraction and to your powerful armor to exactly. protect you as you just take a beeline up this mountain. Direct route, most aggressive action. Yeah, Starkey. Oh, but I watch him so sadly. <laughs> I believe this was uh, roll plus instinct. It is. I get my plus one for when facing animal danger. Yeah, go hey. on. Yeah, plus two. Why the hell not? <laughs> oh, needed it. That's a six. A six. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> can I? Can your, your, what's your, what were you going to suggest? Well, can I help? Can what's happening no, to me be helpful? All, this, uh, uh, how? Like, if I'm about to explode mm. a whole bo- bunch of energy, mm-hmm. if that's happening at the same moment yeah. that Starkey isn't quite... Maybe it kind of, like, knocks the... Makes the PA go a bit louder, but yeah. supercharge the PA. <laughs> like, supercharge it. Yeah, that'd be cool, wouldn't it? So you would, like, with your... Like, with what little control you can exert, yeah. you would, like, funnel some of that energy into, like, amplifying his Well, I voice. wonder if it just sort of, like, boosts Starkey in general in his, like... Uh, yeah, I like that. Um, roll... This would have to be calculating, I think. Yeah, okay. this is this is showing like a trying to keep a cool head while all about you is going war, mad. But they're zero either way. For yeah. Me. Oh yeah, actually, stalwart is the yeah. help stat for yeah. this game, anyway. So. Yeah. That's a ten, friends. Oh my nice. god. Oh my god. Nice. <laughs> I love that the most important role of our game was on you singing the game <laughs> successfully. So that still that boosts Starkey to a mixed success. Yes. And I think it would make sense if. You're injured yeah. by this as well. Like it yeah, does. Yeah. I just shot a whole bunch of energy into you. Yeah, yeah the shockwave. It works, and your voice echoes around this unreality. <laughs> but the energy being funneled into you starts to burn. Oh, it burns! <laughs> so, how does the beast react to being distracted by this psychically amplified song? Well, I'm still powering up the mountain. It sees me coming and it looks at me with a mixture of scorn and rage for having the temerity not just to flee before it. It draws its mighty arm back, holding the axe, ready to swing it at me. Then it hears Starkey's song. It pauses, turns to look at him, its nostrils flaring, just giving me enough time to run past its reach. And then, <laughs> then it uh, it suddenly realises what ha- what's happened. Is even more cross than it's been distracted. Swings the axe towards me. I'm within reach of the button almost. I run and take one last final leap into the air towards the button. And I'm going to sing this at the end of the song. He goes... But he just doesn't see, he never sees Chris, he never sees Chris. Very badly burned. 
and the word Chris, which is of course emblazoned, uh, engraved on the forehead of your helmet, <laughs> flares brightly, yeah. blinding the beast momentarily. <laughs> so that gives me just enough time as it swings, just before it swings, to hit the button with both hands, both of my armoured hands, press down on the big red button. And you crash to the ground in your armour, and a millisecond later, the axe blade also crashes to the ground, embedding itself in the rock of the volcano, millimetres from your faceplate. The the axe blade and its skull runes are all you can see. (laughs) And what happens as a result of the button being pressed... Uh, there's a there's a swoosh noise like you get when you send an email, but very loud so everyone can yeah. hear. So as the curtain falls and the act ends, uh, what where do we leave the three of you? What's the last we see? I think I've just crawled over to Starkey, but I am similarly I sort am of absolutely shattered frazzled. by the experience. Yes, and we just kind of huddle together on yeah. the ground. Yeah. The two of you smoking, yeah. almost <laughs> glowing from the inside. I've got this the bags from Eden. Don't tell Clive. <laughs> um, I don't think there's anything I can do but roll onto my back and look at this giant beast towering <laughs> over me. <laughs> and your all your fate's uncertain. The curtain falls. The act ends. Uh, Yay! been listening to Merely Role Players. In this season, you'll hear Ellie Pipkin, Alex Pankhurst, Josh Yard and Dave, Chris Starkey, Chris Buxy and Chris, Helen Stratton, Ellen Gould, Natalie Winter and Strat, all playing various versions of themselves, along with special guest appearances by Ellie Pipkin as Nia and the Space Jam Continuum podcast's Chris McLennan as Candice. I'm Matt, and I edited and produced the season, wrote and performed the theme music, and designed and ran the game we're playing. Like most of our games, this one's powered by the apocalypse. You can find more games in this genre at apocalypse-world.com slash pbta. If you enjoy Merely Roleplayers, let us know with a review or rating on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or wherever you do your listening. You can also find us on Twitter at Merely Roleplay, at facebook.com slash Merely Roleplayers, and at merelyroleplayers.com. Merely Roleplayers is an independent production in association with Blackshaw Theatre Company. Join us for more drama next episode.